Welcome to College App 101. I'm your host, Dr. Riley. Succeeding in high school is challenging, and applying to college is overwhelming. I hope my comments here ease the tension you may feel. It'll benefit you to think like a college admissions counselor. She's the lady who will read your application to Hillsdale or Indiana. He's the guy who will handle your application to St. John's College or Holy Cross. I've worked with many such professionals. They're great people and committed to helping you apply to their school. At precisely the same time, American founding fathers were establishing what came to be known as the United States of America toward the end of the 18th century. A series of history books was published in England by an author called Edward Gibbon. The books are known collectively as the Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire. The Decline and Fall is a classic. It's extensive, creative, it's intellectual eye candy. I'd like to read the opening paragraph. As I do, let it flow deliciously through your mind. In the second century of the Christian era, the empire of Rome comprehended the fairest part of the earth and the most civilized portion of mankind. The frontiers of that extensive monarchy were guarded by ancient renown and disciplined valor. The gentle but powerful influences of laws and manners had gradually cemented the union of the provinces. Their peaceful inhabitants enjoyed and abused the advantages of wealth and luxury. The image of a free constitution was preserved with decent reverence. The Roman Senate appeared to possess the sovereign authority and devolved on the emperors all the executive powers of government. During a happy period, AD 98 to 180, of more than four score years, the public administration was conducted by the virtue and abilities of Nerva, Trajan, Hadrian, and the two Antonines. It is the design of this and the two succeeding chapters to describe the prosperous condition of their empire, and afterwards, from the death of Marcus Antoninus, to deduce the most important circumstances of its decline and fall, a revolution which will ever be remembered and is still felt by the nations of the earth. With those words, Gibbon opens his history and goes on with the same riveting style for multiple hundreds of pages, on and on and on with brilliant prose, like I said, eye candy. One of his ancient sources is a Latin historian who was also in possession of phenomenal prose. He's the Roman historian Tacitus, who was born toward the middle of the first century AD and lived into the second century. As far as I can tell, Tacitus does not write about early Christianity, but he does about Judaism of his era, which was how I got to know Tacitus in the first place. I used one of his works. It's known as The Histories when I was on the faculty at Xavier University. I taught Theology 292, which covers the Pentateuch, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy in the Hebrew Bible. Tacitus narrates a Roman perspective on events surrounding the year A.D. 70, an important year in Jewish history and an important year in the history of imperial Rome's activity and involvement in the Middle East. He writes with a pace, style, and attention to detail that are utterly jaw-dropping. In the histories, he describes first-century Judaism. Namely, he knows the Jewish religion and is aware that Jews expected a worldwide ruler to arise from their people. This belief, by the way, has its roots in the book of Genesis, hence the relevance of Tacitus to my Xavier class on the Pentateuch. 
The relevance of Tacitus for you, and I'm speaking primarily to college-bound seniors right now, the relevance of Tacitus for you is that you're writing, arranging, and packaging your own personal academic history in your college apps. And according to the calendar, you will begin this process in earnest in just a few short days. You would do well to write with the narrative power of a Gibbon or a Tacitus. It is, a, it is the historian's job to condense, omit, simplify, and clarify in their history writing. Gibbon did it, Tacitus did it, and you'll need to do the same thing. With some exception, college admissions offices will, will know you only on paper. Yes, you may have interacted with a recruiter in a face-to-face setting, but you'll be known largely through the content of your college application, which in many instances consists of letters, numbers, and words about you and your high school history, academic and otherwise. As you dive into this process, I'd like you to keep a particular statement in mind. That statement is, be proactive. Stephen Covey made Be Proactive famous in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Perhaps you've read this book or your teachers use the school-based seven habits curriculum called Leader in Me. In any case, proactive people possess a material advantage over non-proactive people. Proactive people happen to life. Life happens to non-proactive people. Proactive people have foresight, seeing potential problems and opportunities on the horizon. Proactive people create and live by a plan designed to leverage the foreseen opportunities and minimize the foreseen problems. Notice I said minimize, not remove. Problems always happen. Proactive people have learned strategies to reduce their threat. In short, proactive people statistically enjoy greater success than people who choose not to be proactive. How should the college-bound senior apply this principle to their college apps? Here are some tips. Tip one, get organized. Create a spreadsheet and name it something simple like My Colleges or College Applications. This spreadsheet should have all the information on your colleges in one place. Column A should list your colleges by name. Column B should have their application deadlines. Column C identifies the application platform that you'll use to apply. There are others, but the common app is probably the most common. No surprise there. Include a column on your spreadsheet for about letters of recommendation and enter information relevant to letters in that column, like the teachers you'll ask for a letter. There should be columns for potential majors at that college. Application essays, are they required or not? You get the picture. My second tip, make sure you're spending time with seniors who care about submitting high-quality college applications. You will rub off on each other. Talk about your goals. Share notes with one another. If you're, if you're struggling with, an, with a certain aspect of an application platform, ask them for help. Chances are they've already navigated it. Tip three, with the input of a parent, guidance counselor, and that group of seniors, create an application timeline. By the way, that timeline can be short or long. Some students with a very short timeline will finish the lion's share of their college apps just a few days into August. Other students will have a shorter timeline, submitting all their materials by the early deadlines in October. Others will take longer into December. Check your college's admissions websites for their dates and deadlines. One final comment. As you prepare to launch into your applications full speed ahead. Once you've submitted them this fall, you might have mixed feelings. 
On one hand, relief that they're done. On the other, you may also experience a sensation of disappointment, thinking they're not quite good enough. You wish the essay flowed better. Your resume seems to lack something. Your standardized test scores could be higher. Personally, when I finish a project that has consumed weeks, months, or years, I often experience the same thing. It's natural and okay to feel that way. But I want you to take comfort in the example of our historian Tacitus. His book, with with exquisite prose that I've been referencing, again, called The Histories, is actually incomplete. We have about one-third of it. The rest is lost to history. When I wonder about what we could learn about Roman, Near Eastern, and Mediterranean history if we had a complete manuscript, I lick my chops, hoping it will turn up some summer in an archaeological excavation. But it hasn't yet. And even though I wish Tacitus's histories was complete and feel a sensation of disappointment that it isn't, I look at what we do have of the histories and realize that content is really, really good. The same is true for you, college-bound senior. Your application will have imperfections like Tacitus, but I'm hopeful what you'll submit will be really, really good. If you've enjoyed this and other College App 101 podcasts, please share them through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or my website. Until next time, I'm Dr. Riley, your pre-college advisor and independent educational consultant. For more information about succeeding in high school and college apps, visit my website, collegeapp101.com. That's college, C-O-L-L-E-G-E, app, A-P-P, 101.com.